But first and foremost, what is worth going after? What, where is that benefit to you, your team, and your organization that you need to be world-class at and go for that world record? And then it's about focus. It's about understanding what's going on right now, finding the right tools and processes and techniques to deliver that excellence, and then practicing that so that you and your team become natural at delivering that. Hi, and welcome to Helping You Perform. I'm your host, Paul Teasdale. Over a career working with high-performing teams from across the globe, including seven years working with Formula One team McLaren, I've learned a lot about what it takes to drive results. In this weekly podcast series, I'm going to be bringing you tips, tricks, and insights from the world of Formula One that you can apply for your organization for your own high performance. Enjoy. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Helping You Perform, where I'm bringing my tips, tricks, insights, and stories from the world of F1 to help inspire you and to apply those learnings for yourself so that you can accelerate your own performance. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, episode 35, which is all about knowing your value and how knowing that value and bringing all of that value to the team and your organization can benefit absolutely everybody. Now, I had recorded a session for episode 36 previously on, which is all about the topic of changing the narrative. But actually, I'm gonna save that for next week. I'm gonna re-record it and we'll put that next week because I wanted to focus on something that has just happened over the weekend, just gone, which was the Qatar Grand Prix, where not only did McLaren manage to achieve yet another second and third on the podium, so both of their drivers on the podium, which is an amazing success in itself, happened again, I think it was the same the week before. But the thing that I wanna focus on is the fact that they set a new world record on Lando Norris's car, where they changed all four tires in the pit stop in a world record 1.80 seconds. Now, first and foremost, I wanna congratulate everyone in the team for achieving this, because this is the epitome of perfection that I know they strive for on a day-to-day -day basis. And this is something that, believe me, is not going to be uh, beaten anytime soon. It's a, almost impossible to do, but I'm sure someone's going to find a way. But at the moment, this is the absolute pinnacle. So first and foremost, congrats to McLaren and the team. But I want to dive into a little bit about what does that mean? What does that feel like and how have they got there? And what can we learn and apply for our own selves? So first and foremost, for you, those of you who are on the video, you're going to see me doing this in real time. If not, just trust me, I've got my stopwatch in front of me. And I'm going to say, change four tires on the car. Let's time how long that takes. Change four tires on a car. Now I've got that down as 1.94 seconds. So these guys have changed four tires on a car quicker than it takes me to say change four tires on a car. It's an amazing achievement that only comes about by the focus and the dedication and the practice that has gone into that. Now, first and foremost, let's delve into this in terms of how have they got there. The first thing is this was deemed and has been deemed for a while something worth focusing your effort on because there is benefit to be had. A while back when um, pit stops included changing the fuel, for instance, 
it didn't really matter how much you focused on changing the tires as quickly as possible because the fuel took longer than that to fill up. And once they got rid of refueling, people started to notice a competitive advantage that could be gained in having a quicker pit stop. And if you go back to that story, I think they went from about seven seconds one year to about three and a half the next year, and it's just got better and better since then. But obviously that's tailed off as the years have gone by because we've got closer and closer to what perfection could actually be. Now, when you start to see that, you see there's benefit in doing that. In this case, I could try to get around the uh, track two or three seconds quicker, or I could save two or three seconds in the pit stop. It's actually a lot easier to save that time in the pit stop if you focus that action than it is on trying to get quicker and quicker around the, uh, the track. You try and do both, but by doing that, you're getting an immediate competitive advantage. So that's something to focus on. What is the area of competitive advantage that it's worth you becoming a world champion at? Once it's there, you can start to focus on, do we truly understand each and every element that goes into achieving the perfect pit stop. So this is about review video footage. It's about analysis. It's about standing there and focusing the effort to say, what can we do differently that's going to get benefit? Now that might be about tools and equipment. So maybe it's focusing on the uh, on the guns that change the, uh, the wheels. McLaren did a great thing of designing the wheels, redesigning the wheels so that the nut was encapsulated in the wheel itself to stop problems happening where the, where the wheel nut would actually go flying across the garage floor and they'd have to find a new one. So it might be about the tools that you've got, but it might just be about the coordination of your team working together. And that's about understanding not only can what one individual can achieve, but what can a team of individuals achieve at the same time. A pit stop is only as quick as the slowest tire change. And so by understanding First and foremost, who's doing this stuff really well? You can start to understand how do we share that knowledge? Now, this is one of the insights I had at F, uh, in McLaren in the world of F1 that I wasn't really used to in a lot of previous businesses I'd worked in. A lot of the focus is on who's doing this badly and let's kick them and up the proverbial and, uh, and give them some motivation to get better. But actually focusing on the good, who's doing this really well and what can we learn and create an environment where those individuals who have found a way of doing this really well and really consistently are open to sharing that so that everybody else can perform at the same level. All too often in businesses, when we've got individuals who are working really well and found ways of working that work for them, they hold those cards close to their chest and don't share with the team. And ultimately, the whole business loses out because of that. And then it's about practice, practice, practice about understanding what is it that we need to achieve? How can we do it? And let's practice doing that so that it becomes natural to us. You'll notice on a weekend, a lot of the practice during the race weekend for the pit crew is actually at walking pace. So they don't try to practice at speed, they try to practice just so that remember the muscle memory of going through this. And so when all that comes together, it culminates, and I'll put the video in the show notes, little link here, it culminates in this ultimate perfection and a world record of 1.8 seconds, where all four tires on that car are changed and the car straight off again. It's poetry in motion when you see it. 
But what can we learn in business? What can we learn and apply to ourselves in that case? Well, first and foremost, what is worth going after? What, where is that benefit to you, your team, and your organization that you need to be world-class at and go for that world record? And then it's about focus. It's about understanding what's going on right now, finding the right tools and processes and techniques to deliver that excellence, and then practicing that so that you and your team become natural at delivering that. So have a think about this for yourself. What's your world record? What's the best in class that you and your team are aiming for? Is it something in sales? Is it something in manufacturing or delivery of a product? Is it something in the best possible service for a customer? Whatever that is, start to break it down and think, what, why are we achieving this? Why are we looking to achieve this? Because why is it worth something to our business? Connect your people with that so that they can share the meaning and then focus in on the detail and be relentless. How can we delve deeper at getting better and better and better and practicing that? So as a team, we deliver on the day and that becomes our new world record. So congrats again to the McLaren team, amazing performances. And hopefully we'll see more and more of this in future. We might even see some improvement. It's gonna be a while before it happens again, but let's all learn from this. Let's learn from excellence as we see it. What can we adapt for ourselves and adopt? As I say, next week's episode will all be about a different perspective and it's about changing the narrative and how that can help you. But in the meantime, hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Helping You Perform podcast. If you found value in this episode, please take a moment to like, share or review the podcast. You can reach out to me at any time, either through LinkedIn or through my website at www.paulteasdale.co.uk. I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode.